Hello, you're listening to Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo! And we're from the otakuspirit.com website, where you can go for all of our anime, new and old. Great community form links at the top, social media links on the right side, and all that good stuff. But yes, for today, we're here to review Arya, The Natural. So we're on season two, we're almost to the end of it, and we can finally take this off of our pile of shame. Yes. Feels good. Yeah. Feels, it feels good. Definitely. But yes, this is a uh, review copy that was sent to us by Nozomi Entertainment and Right Stuff to take a look at. Of course, as I mentioned before in the last review, we technically did back the Kickstarter for it to get the whole big old collector's edition package. But uh, they still sent us a copy to check out, which is good because it forces us to actually watch it now rather than when we get time, when we never do get time. So it works out in the end. And so it doesn't take until, you know, it's irrelevant <laughs> five years later when we finally watch the Blu-ray. That we can tell you about the Blu-ray now. So, yeah, of course, Right Stuff had the, uh, Nozomi Entertainment had the rights to Aria a long time ago, but they were selling the DVD version. But they did a remaster of it, made it in Blu-ray for this one, this release, and uh, redubbed it and everything. So, this is us taking a look at it and letting you guys know how we feel, which is great, too, because we're going into it pretty fresh. I'm, I'm pretty sure I never got to the natural uh, season, I'm pretty sure. I only watched maybe parts of the first season before we went to actually take a look at it. So, good stuff. But yes, uh, this is a series that ran for 26 episodes and uh, premiered back in spring of 2006. It was done, again, by How Filmmaker. And of course, the source is a manga, genres, fantasy, sci-fi, shonen, and slice of life. And of course, the creator was Kozoe Amano, who did Amanchu. So, for those that watched Amanchu and enjoyed it, you get a pretty good idea of what uh, Ari the Natural will be if you want to check it out. so Yeah, so um, pretty much continuing where we left off with the previous season, we knew that we had Akari, who just went to... Um, well, didn't just go to. It was like it started a little bit after she came to uh, uh, Neovenzia in uh, Planet Aqua, which is the now colonized and um, you know atmosphere, man-made atmosphere and everything created uh, Mars. So they're now colonizing it and living there. And it's kind of like a, a big, huge <laughs> ocean-covered planet now, but they have, you know, man-made islands and everything that they can actually live on. And, of course, we follow Akari, who is becoming an Undin, or she's trained to become an Undin, who will then ride people around on gondolas and show people the sights of Neo Ven uh, Venezia. I hope I'm saying that right. <laughs> I think I am. It's just for some reason I never, th I never feel like I'm saying it right. Just those, those words of other languages that bug me <laughs> i'm trying to focus hard enough to pronounce japanese names <laughs> i can't be bothered with trying other languages at this point uh but yes uh of course again uh she is not a full-fledged prima which primas are people that can actually do that as a job she is still a single who is somebody that needs the presence of an actual undine prima undine to actually move people around and they can't do it for money so she technically got her first job this season, so that was cool. Like, like paid job. She actually got a yeah. paid job this season. So, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's a pretty cool little idea of this, you know, kind of getting the sights, taking in the atmosphere, and uh, learning a little more about these characters who make it their life to be these undines and travel people around. Usually, you know, lovers or people that just want to see the sights, people that are visiting, uh, because, you know, Venezia is kind of the spaceport where most people come in. It's uh, a lot of its architecture is kind of recreated from what they call manhome, which is our earth. <laughs> and um, the 
light drama and weird things that Akari sees on a daily basis <laughs> at this point has become a joke between me and Chris. What, what weird uh, hallucination trip Akari will get into this time around. I, I think with this season, my if somebody asked me what is, I guess, the major benefits this season versus the first season, I think a lot of it has to do with, I think there was a lot of character development for a lot of characters and specifically, it seemed like there was a lot of focus on making Aqua a living, breathing thing that is uh, inviting Akari, um, which is was a little weird, I have to admit, but uh, did add to some kind of mysticism and fantasy to the world itself, which is, it's, I guess, after watching a Manchu, it makes much more sense <laughs> why a Manchu went in the direction that it did. Yeah. After watching this, I now go, oh, well, that's just that writer's thing. Just kind of keep it grounded and at some point go crazy. I was actually thinking the same thing is that it, now it actually does seem like Manchu makes a bit more sense as far as <laughs> the direction that they went as far as, you know, going out there. Um, no, I, I, I really do love this. I mean, uh, it, it is, it is kind of really funny to, to make note of just how, how much this girl sees and, and, and then the, 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 like Andrew was mentioning the flip side of that, where the planet is actually reacting to her as a character and, and like Andrew was mentioning, inviting her in to see the mysteries, quote unquote, of of this world. Whereas the first season, it was only kind of scratched the surface. You know, it, you kind of could just pass it off as just one of those little half moments of, okay, they were just having fun to kind of explore the background of the planet. No, this, 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 this season, we're going all out. There's, there's no holding back. And it is fun to see that. Um... My joke was coming to the idea that every time I seen Alicia and she's watching Akari and she's kind of looking like she's, I guess, staring off into her own little uh, illusion, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, either Alicia is like completely terrified of her at this point or she's just become an enabler. <laughs> like, yeah, I've seen that at some point too, Akari. You'll experience too. <laughs> it's just kind of an inside joke. But no, what I, like, I appreciated it was, it, for the first season, it was really kind of... I appreciate it for the Yashike aspect. This this completely just relax, take in the sights, remain calm, enjoy these girls that are just enjoying their daily lives in a very beautiful environment, uh, lush backgrounds, all the detail in the architecture and the world that they're in. But it was never really kind of trying to push in any direction. It was very light on everything. Any kind of uh, comedy or or skits that's happening was just very kind of very simple and enjoyable and that doesn't really require much of you. Whereas I felt like this season was like taking that same formula but then kind of adding, oh, now we're going to start getting into these characters and really kind of flesh them out. I've seen a lot of development in Alice who she had her entire episode where she is kind of felt like, well, I have Akari and I have Aika and I have Athena I'm good. I don't need to meet anybody else. And it was really that moment of her really breaking out and knowing that she can kind of meet other people. Uh, you had Aika, uh, who kind of broke out of her shell of wanting to be Alicia. Well, she still technically wants to be Alicia, but she kind of became her own person. She ver she grew up a lot, which was very surprising. Um, it was kind of a very day and night aspect going through the scenario where she went from being kind of very bratty 
and obsessive of Alicia at becoming kind of her own person. And I really love that because I think of all the character I probably like Ika the most, so it, it kind of works for me. <laughs> um, and we even had some backgrounds of Akatsuki, which is kind of weird. I, I, I guess of all the characters that I would really want to get a lot out of, uh, Akatsuki was probably the <laughs> the lowest on my list, but we still, it, it wasn't really so much always about him. I mean, he did have an entire episode to himself, which was was fantastic, uh, getting to know her, his his parents and uh, his brother a little more. And I guess the other episode was more about the Primas and how they all met and how they all kind of connect when they were children. So I kind of see that wasn't really necessarily his episode, but I think it kind of opened up from him. Um, finally got to see the the dwarves. That was that was my one negative. I think I gave the first season was like Al just shows up for like a couple seconds, talks to somebody, and then disappears, and then we get like a little bit more of Al find out that Ika has a thing for him, which was really really cute, and then he disappears again. Mm-hmm. Now he seems to be coming up a lot more now. I think he I think he knows Ika likes him. Yeah, maybe. Even though you want to make jabs at him for being another certain type of character. <laughs> You're not going to get the whole harem. <laughs> I see the resemblance. I see the resemblance. <laughs> he does. He looks a lot like him. Negima. Um, it, 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 it was kind of funny. At the beginning of the, the season when we were, we were starting it out, I we had made this random... Uh, uh, no, uh, we noticed something in it and it was kind of one of those things that was just an off thing that you know you may think of here or there but we we kind of just were like nah it couldn't be and, but we ended up we were trying to remember a, a particular character's name and um, we knew it started but we couldn't figure out the name and then we we sat there and we were we we when we went to look it up I, we happened to notice it it was like Every character in the show, except for one in particular, um, but I don't know that they don't have that person doesn't have an that person actually has a name. Every character has an A in their name, or at least starts with an A. Now, there was the quick quick reaction of no, Woody's name is is a W. And then when you go and look up their name, Woody is actually well, it's a nickname, obviously. It's, it, well, Woody is a nickname. His name is uh uh an A, and then Udo is his last name or first name or something. Woody is just the the nickname to that. But his actual name starts with an A. And so literally every character in this this show, except for one particular character, has an A as the start of their name. So this person... He may Ma, I think is really the, the two main ones. I don't know if we know what the grandpa's first name is. His name is actually an A. I think you said that too. And Cat Sith. Oh no. <laughs> and Cat Sith. Cat Sith is the one that I was I was Kate hinting Sithu. at. Yeah, Kate Sith thing was a little bit weird. I'm not sure what that but again, I it, it kind of explains the very end of it, but it was a kind of one that, again, like I said, a very one of those surreal aspects of okay, we're doing this. That I I I guess technically when they finally kind of reveal what they're doing with Kate Sith, it kinda of made it alright for me. Because I honestly was like, what is this whole thing where she's having these weird kind of runoffs and finding this big, huge cat? And then they almost look romantic together. And then when they kind of explain what Kate Sith is, it was like, okay, I 
I'll give you that one, Ryder. Okay, I'll follow you on that <laughs> one. It was creepy at first, but now it's pretty cool. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was weird up at that point. Um, I thought you were going in a different direction than you actually did. But no, I was. I did get a kick out of the fact that I, I, I guess it it was probably the 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 Sailor Moon effect. But I realized really quickly in this season. I was like, Akatsuki doesn't necessarily like Alicia. I think Akatsuki actually likes Akari. And then they had the whole episode with the flowers where Akatsuki was trying to gather, like, like boatloads of, fl- literally boatloads, <laughs> boatloads of flowers to give to Alicia for this kind of Valentine's uh, rendition that they have of it, where instead of chocolates, it's it's flowers. And um, at some point, he gives uh, Akari one of the flowers, and then he blushes, and I was like, yeah, he likes her. <laughs> and yeah, Alicia knows that he likes her. Because <laughs> she slowly like goes by and goes, Oh, you got all those flowers for Akari. I'm so jealous or something like that. And I'm like, she knows. <laughs> I thought it was really cute. It, but it was, yeah, like you kind of mentioned when I when I brought it up, it was like, yeah, I guess it could be like that meatball head kind of aspect. I'm like, yeah, I guess that's really where I'm getting it from. Is it almost feels like they have that parallel of personalities. Yeah. Where, you know, Tuxedo Mask always showed, or not Tuxedo Mask, Darian shows up and says, Hey, meatball head, and you're like, man, he's such a jerk. And then you realize at some point, yeah, I technically likes her. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that it, to me, it's it's not flat out said, and I I I'm not sure that I'm on board with it completely, but I do know that there, I I do acknowledge that there is hints of that, just like Andrew was saying the the um, the flower thing. I, and he's always yeah. showing up to find her. Like he he he's looking for Alicia, but he always hangs out with Akari. I'm, 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 I, like I said, I'm, I, I can see the, I can it's, acknowledge. It's the, yeah, it's, just, it's the aspect of like, you have this person that is like pretty much the beauty of the entire, like organ, like of all the Indines, everybody sees her as like this goddess. And then you have the person that is actually there all the time that you actually enjoy being around. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, oh, well, it's not this, this idol. It's the person standing next to you kind of thing. Which I right. thought was really cute. I, I I got a kick out of it. When I, I, kind of... I mean, I, I can see them going that direction. Don't get me wrong. I just I haven't seen it yet. I think Alicia is too good for Akatsuki. I think Akari is fine for him. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess there. I, I don't think there's really much of an age gap there. I guess, yeah, that would technically... I don't... They, they never really kind of establish... It, it, it does seem like... Uh, what Alicia would be like, what, 18 or 19? You know, and then I really Akari don't is like a know. 14, I think that's what they said that she was when she first became it. So she's technically 15 or so now. Yeah. Well, I, no, she'd be, they, she'd they, be 16 they because there's two years in a year there. <laughs> no, they did imply that she is, uh, she is, she is 15. Because she was, they, she they was they saying mentioned... that Akari was, was, was starting out at 14. And they said that Alicia became a, Prima at fourteen, no fifteen. Well, they were saying says, the same, the at same the start age. of it said at the start because the, yeah. they were pointing out the fact that she was like pretty much the age you are. She was already a prima, right? And that that was fifteen because they are fifteen right now. It says that it uh, she it's it even says it right here. <laughs> well, you're cheating because you're looking at the the notes for what could be possibly the end of the show. It says at the start of the series she is nineteen <laughs> years old. So I got it right. I'm about there. Yeah. It's 18 or 19. But yeah, it's it's not, not that much of a much much of a graph, yeah. 
Well, he could be younger than Alicia, too. So I almost want to look up Al. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm really curious as to how old Al is. They all is? How old, how old they all is? How old Al is? Al is. Oh, Al. Well, they said that he was pretty much their age. He just... And he makes he just, old man he just, jokes. Yeah, he just hangs around with a bunch of old man. Yeah, yeah. makes old man jokes. But that was another cute episode when she went down there to... <laughs> to yeah, show off those her two, hair. I those love two, the whole hair. They make okay. they actually show. I I don't like I I thought Akeri, uh, Aika was beautiful with her long hair. I was like, "Oh my gosh, if this is her new design, I am like totally in love with this character." And then the fire starts and then it like cuts and I'm like, "No, what are they doing?" But like I said, I, I I can't not like her. She's just adorable. I loved how she went down there to show off her hair. She's the entire time wondering why she's there. I'm like, because you like Al. Stop it. <laughs> just go and see him. I thought that, that whole situation was just way too cute. Probably my favorite episode. I think the other favorite episode I had was definitely Alice and her rules. Yeah. And how she kind of sees that Atene was always kind of supporting her with her song and everything. I thought that was really cute. Why are you calling her Atene? Athena. It's Athena. Yeah, but I'm just kind of doing... It's not... They don't really say Athena. Uh, they say Athena. Okay. It's just the whole cross... And if I said Athena, everybody would yell at me yeah, for saying... Yeah, It's actually Athena. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a difficult thing to work with. Why are you on me now about it? Because it was standing out for some odd reason. Because <laughs> you're trying to figure out who the hell's Athena. Because <laughs> they don't th... They don't th for some reason. Oh... Any other ones that you liked a lot? I did like that. Um, I was a little bit mixed, but I think one of the most impress impressionable um, episodes would probably have been the um, not the Windshine episode where you're like, "What are they doing?" <laughs> like they're waiting for the thing to burn out. I don't know. <laughs> I was I was thinking the uh, the the gondola uh, episode, the gondola death. They're episode. all gondola. Oh gosh, no goodness gracious! Oh, that was an impressionable couple of episodes. Let's say a couple of episodes. That was an impressionable couple of episodes. Can't say that I particularly cared for them, but they were impressionable. <laughs> it was funny because. Uh, Shout out to Logan from our MA Arcade. He's like, glad you guys are enjoying the show. If you have any questions, let me know. And I was like, you should not have asked that question. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, do they have birthdays twice a year? And and, and then and then and Andrew <laughs> texts me, and I'm like, oh no, I've got to jump on this one. <laughs> and so I texted or I messaged him, and I said, who is giving this girl? All this, uh, these drugs. This girl goes through so many trips. It's not funny. Um, but no, uh, the, the but then the question was, how many episodes is this death scene going to be for the gondola? <laughs> and he said too many. <laughs> I'm like, okay, at least he understands. Um, the um, the one that that kind of stands out for me is probably the um, the ghost on the pier or uh, on the really? p- by the pillar. I think that one had a lot of um, heart to it. Whether or not it, it wasn't it, it 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 bordered that edge between probably kind of dark and and probably a little bit light, but it but it balanced it well, and I think it had a lot of heart to it. It 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 gave a 
a moment that you see a different side of the whole cat Sith story. It gave a lot, a lot to, um, to Akari and, and, and whether or not she needs to, um, to open or expand her horizons because she was very afraid of that particular moment. There, there was a lot in that episode that I really did like. I think the only thing that frustrated me most about that whole scenario was would I, would I imagine that in taking the situation was her coming there, realizing the parallels of something that she just heard and what she's seeing in front of her and go, you know what? I'm going to help this person anyways. Instead it turned into a, I'm going to help this person and then go, oh, crap, that's right. <laughs> that story that I heard like five mm-hmm. minutes ago. And it was kind of one of those, okay, bless your heart, girl, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit airhead sometimes. But yeah, it did kind of get dark. But yeah, having having that kind of help, uh, I guess, continue this whole uh, Katasitu story was kind of uh, intriguing. I kind of kind of figured he would he would kind of show up, but it was it was cool. Yeah, our teasing aside, there was a lot of heart to these these a lot of these episodes. It, there was a and we even had some development to Alicia that was kind of unexpected because usually you see Alicia show up on a boat or something like that after you know you know moving some people around and then she kind of expresses interest or whatever is happening at the time and then kind of just it, the scene changes. You never really have a moment where she is kind of, uh, I guess, playful. Like you seen like a we seen like a completely different side of her. She was very kind of playful, uh, high spirited, goofy, and I was like, okay, cool. Is she's no longer just this kind of idol that walks up and maybe does a uh, you know ada ada hoo hoo and and kind of you know shuffles around a little bit sillyly. It was kind of a very playful, natural side to her that. We never really got to see before, which I thought was really cool, too. Yeah, you also got to see a, a side of her as far as the fact that why she's kind why Akari is kind of the one that the torch is being passed on to to her. And it, it was really, really a cool, cool aspect in that. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, OK, I will say my only kind of beef with this season, my only true beef, because I've, I've made it like we've we mentioned Jokes aside, we crack jokes, but it kind of adds another little goofy element to our, our watching uh, this. Series. Are we going to go on about the how much how annoying the the gondola death is? No, I even, <laughs> even with that one, yeah. The jokes aside, it was it was all right. I I did wish it was only one episode. Yeah, if I wanted to gripe it, it should have only been one episode. I thought when we went to the second episode, I'm like, we're still doing this. This girl is, we were, it was seriously one of those moments like, somebody get this girl help. This is, this is kind of in that realm of very hyper depression that she's going into. (laughs) But no, um, I thought that the body swap episode or the gender swap episode was a huge miss. Like I usually, yeah. re- these older shows, they always love having gender swap episodes, and I thought it was a really good opportunity. It, it was to really kind of one of those characters. It, was, it didn't really seem like anything really changed. It looked like just the same characters, but with pants. It didn't really feel like. Oh, besides Akatsuki, who was obviously changed a little bit, but <laughs> it, it's like it was just the same characters, but with pants on instead. It, unfortunately, it felt like a unfortunately, Akatsuki did not pull off the voice. At all. No, he didn't. <laughs> did not. <laughs> Yes, we can we can get on to to Japanese say too. Um, no, it, it, it's funny because um, 
that particular episode, it it was kind of nice because that's something that you kind of miss. Uh, at, there, that was like Andrew had mentioned. That was something that they did all the time in the old anime. And to not have that, you know, all of a sudden you're actually sitting at an, watching an episode of a show that's do- doing this right now, and it's like, wow, kind of miss that. And but like Andrew had said, it was, it it, it was kind of a. Not not that well done as far as... And plus, it was really rushed, because I think that was one of those uh, half-episode stories. Because usually or, whenever they do these episodes where Arya is doing something weird, it always ends up being like a half-episode. So it really felt rushed. Like, it just... Mm-hmm. There he is. Akari shows up, picks him up, runs off. They run into everybody else. They all kind of run into each other. And then Arya runs away. And that was pretty much it. <laughs> Oh yeah, and then he runs. He runs into the primos. But but we do know what happened. Adia found uh, Akari's stash somewhere, and <laughs> yes. that's what ended up happening. <laughs> that same stash he eats whenever he goes to see Cat Sith. <laughs> Just gets in that one bowl. Oh, is, that's what that's that what one happens. Bowl in the corner, okay, eats it, and then jumps so, on a boat and starts running the boat off to the, the Cat Sith so, land. So Arya has taken all the all the stuff. So it's actually his stash, and somehow she's getting a hold of it. No, I think it's because it it when he eats it, it grows into his fur, and then oh, she grabs and she's him, always holding him, and sniffs, and, it's, ah. and then just whew, off in the La La Land. I gotcha. <laughs> Man, this is making a lot more sense now. I am really curious, and I wonder if it's either again. I kind of mentioned the Chris. Either it's something that I had maybe forgotten from the first season already, which is surprising, but that just happens these days. Um, or if it was something that maybe they skipped from the manga, is it seemed like in the episode where they did the festival, Redentore, I guess how you spell it, where they had to decorate a boat for the primas and their invited guests, they kind of hinted at Alice having like this really strong desire to bring uh, uh, Alicia's grandma there invite her there and show her the the whole entire thing. And it really felt like she had this really strong desire for that, which was like, I don't remember them having a moment of them two connecting. And I was curious if maybe they skipped a chapter or if maybe I missed a slight interaction between Alice and Akina when they first went to uh, the grandma, when they first went to see her and get trained. But I felt like Akina, uh, uh, Aika was the most focused in that episode where she really wanted like this this old this old Undine who trained Alicia has to have some super secrets for me but I never really seen much connection with Alice herself so maybe I'll have to go back and watch that particular episode maybe I missed something maybe I missed like a, a scene or maybe I just forgot a certain little scene where they made a huge connection so or maybe somebody could just tell me <laughs> that works too <laughs> Uh, anything else? No. No, no? I think we got it all out of our system. Yeah. We can make fun of it a little bit more. Mm. Nah, it, it, it's a great show. I, got, I really, I really got an had a lot of good moments, too. I think uh, you kind of mentioned with Akira being a really solid character, and I'm like, yeah, she is. Such she's technically awesome the big sister character, and you can't her not and like the her. Big six I mean, I like uh, all all three of them really. Um, I I, ju- I just think that. The one that tends to stand out the most when she is actually having her moments is probably uh, uh, her. Athena has some really excellent moments a lot. And I, and I think that 
poor Alicia, she just kind of gets drowned out in her kind of ada ada moments. And it's it's not that she's bad because when she does shine, she shines. Well, like her way. her snow episode was yeah. Was her snow episode. That's was why I said that's excellent. like the first time we've really seen her just kind of being a goofball. Like you, you see this completely different side to her. Usually she's just kind of just standing there. So it, I definitely agree with that one. But no, it was kind of more in the. It was cool because we got both a a good little bump in the relationship between Aika and Akira or Akira, uh, Akira, but at the same time, it was also kind of giving a little bit of insight into, I guess, the competitive nature of being a prima. She kind of mentions that pretty much everybody that used to be you had to have the name of these different, I guess, uh, Undine goddesses titles that each one of them kind of have. And it was was it Siren? It was um, Siren, Snow White, Snow and White, yeah. Crimson Rose. Yeah, they used to have those titles. They used to be something that was passed down a long time ago to give the right to be a prima to the next generation. And with this new generation, you, you're allowed. Anybody is allowed to try to become one, but not many can become one. You still can be if you want to. You don't have to have the title handed to you. But the competition's very strong, and not many get to actually become them. So it was a it was an interesting because it seemed like there's just tons of them everywhere. So this is like that one moment of going, oh yeah, by the way, it not everybody can become them. So maybe that might be turning to a thing later. Maybe one of them won't become one. Ooh, we'll see. We got one more season. <laughs> Got one more season to watch. So yes, uh, I guess that that concludes it. Uh, really fantastic season. I, I definitely think this season was a huge step up from the first season, uh, even though I love the first season. So looking forward to seeing what the writer does next time. Hopefully it blows me away. So yeah. Aria the, the Aria the Natural, which the next one will be the Avenue. Mm-hmm. So Aria the Natural, again, Blu-ray copy that was sent to us by Nozomi Entertainment and Right Stuff. Even ago, again, we, we did we did back the uh, the actual crowdfunding. So, uh, but definitely appreciate them sending us a copy. So it forces us to actually watch it and get a review done, and send it off to you guys, so you can decide if it's something you want to check out. Again, quality is excellent. I think for Blu-ray, I think they did pretty much everything that I would expect being able to do with a 2006 title, and it looks really great. So, there you go. Again, we're from TakaSpirit.com. You can go there for all of our anime, new and old, great community, and the form links top, social media links on the right side, and all that good stuff. And we thank you all for listening, and you all take care. Oos! Oh,